Welcome to Sex and Fries, the podcast. We will be starting conversations on ever-changing bodies, minds, and space. We will discover how to feel better, feel sexy, and feel healthy. We will be aging gracefully or as a hot mess. Grab your wine or detox tea because we're going to start talking about the good stuff. As I was looking through Instagram and I had a, a bunch of like pinup models and boudoir uh, photography come through my feed and it made me wonder about boudoir and the self-confidence connection. It was kind of a mystery in my mind, I suppose, when I look at, you know, if I'm standing naked in a mirror and really not enjoying what's coming back to me and I'm nitpicking at, you know, scars and I look tired and, you know, it's just not really impressed about the whole thing, but I can get dolled up and, you know, make up hair, lingerie, the best lighting, you know, all that kind of thing um, to boost my self-confidence. So that's where I started to wonder what, how true the connection was. Does it build our self-confidence? Um, does it make us see something that isn't really there, you know, but something that we'd rather be, you know, sort of like getting dressed up, I suppose. Um, the beauty interest industry is so big. Um, billions of dollars are spent, um, women buying makeup and plumping their lips and tweezing their eyebrows. I mean, just from head to toe, we try to be as most beautiful that we want you know to look at ourselves and say yes this is what I want to look like but is it what we look like anyway that's how my brain kind of like started this um I guess look into the boudoir and self-confidence connection I wanted to know more so I contacted a few photographers um, that are in the industry and have some experience working with women um, that pay to have their photo taken um, in lingerie or completely nude or, you know, I guess very sexy pictures, but also feeling really good about themselves when they do. So women want to keep up their appearances. They want to feel pretty, you know, which is pretty normal. Sometimes we kind of drown in the notions of our own beauty not being exactly up to par, you know, where our dreams are kind of shattered thinking that we should look a different way than we actually do, Um, which isn't really healthy. But we've been surrounded with magazines and billboards and TV and now social media um, that kind of gives us an image, you know, of what we like to 
see, like if we see a, a beautiful woman, it's like, oh, I would like to look like that. And then you see more and more of it. And then you're thinking that maybe you should look like that. And being surrounded so much by all these images, you kind of get stuck there. And when you look into the mirror, it's like, well, those it's not exactly what you had pictured you looking like, your ideal look. I hope that makes sense. It's just years and years of women searching for the perfect, you know, wrinkle cream or bronzer or, you know, we, we put a lot of money into it. And then we're not always felt good about doing that. It's like Dolly Parton said, you know what? I like, she likes the hair. She likes the makeup. She likes it. She's been criticized, you know, um, but it's what she likes. So it's what she did. So over the years, and I am so guilty of this, but I hear a lot of women kind of saying that they don't see what he sees, their, their partner sees. You know, the mirror example, like my husband will say, oh, you look really, like, you know, you look really good today. Or I think you're very pretty. And I'm like, what? Maybe he has to say that. Maybe, you know, he's already married to me, you know, if he wants supper tonight. <laughs> but we get distorted not seeing what the other half sees, what other people see. I guess your mind gets a little closed off. Sort of like your mind bank has stored so many different images and the mirror is not coming back with the same result. So where self-confidence come in, comes in is... So the definition, basically, of self-confidence is the trust in your own abilities and judgments to value yourself and feel worthy regardless of your imperfections and regardless of what other people think of you. So where do we go when we need to have a reboot, when we need to get all dolled up, when we need to feel pretty, when we need to we need to feel really sexy about ourselves so that we can convince ourselves that the beauty was already there and when we go searching outward it was already right where it started right with you right in the mirror and if you want to put mascara on and if you want to dance around in your lingerie you go right ahead so my first interview I did was from um, a photographer in Delaware and we hooked up and had a conversation that I just loved because it made a lot of sense and she's really good at what she does and she's worked with a lot of women so I hope she really you know gets across the message.
so uh why boudoir um why not <laughs> uh, yeah so i've been shooting since 20 uh maybe 2009 and i started shooting boudoir in 2016 and um, when i started shooting boudoir it just it just took off like you know you just find what you're meant to be doing and the universe calls you to it and here i am it just it was just a natural progression that kind of led me to where I am now, I think. Um, but I certainly, I mean, I, I love it. It's, uh, it's not very often that you can make a living doing something that you adore and help people when you're doing it. Yes. <laughs> you got lucky that way. I did. I did. <laughs> I'm very fortunate. So um, when you first started, did you have, um, was it hard to find clients or did you find it was like a lot of word of mouth and it just kind of took off? You know, I am a marketer by heart and by trade. And I used to be a speech pathologist, but then I really did a lot of um, marketing in that job uh, for physicians and for um, inpatient health, inpatient rehab companies and home health companies. So I ended up working more as a clinical liaison than as a therapist. So I am actually a um, marketer. Uh, by trade, that's what I did before. So um, as soon as I started shooting boudoir and I realized that it was a way that I could support my family and make a living, I really started um, just marketing it wholeheartedly. And I was going to bridal shows and building a Facebook group and marketing like 24-7. And, you know, the seeds of marketing usually take about six to eight months to grow or start to bloom. And really, I'm now just kind of, I think, just seeing like the fruits of the labor that I put in all those years ago. Um, and then also, I think when you're good at something and you're passionate about it, um, it calls to people. So I think that, you know, people can see that I'm passionate about what I do. Yeah. So it wasn't like a you know, a, a hit or miss. It was something that you put everything into. Yeah. Yeah. From there. Absolutely. I've, I, um, I've been working, ex I work extremely hard. I mean, I still work 14 hour days. That's the, that's the norm for me. I work very hard. And so, you know, I coach a lot of photographers too. I teach them. And one of the things that I teach is that it is hard work. I think too many people think that things come easily and success just happens. And that's not the case at all. All of the quote luck unquote, you know, has, has been because I've worked hard for it and um, harder than most other people. Yeah. The magic, the magic doesn't come from outside. Exactly. <laughs> it comes from what you put into yep, it. Absolutely. Um, so I like to talk about like your like clients, do you have, um, what ages do you find? Um, so my typical client is probably 26 to 45. I would say that's typical, the typical age range. Um, and then rarely, I'd say, you know, maybe 30% of the time they're over the age of 45. Um, very uncommon for me to shoot women under the age of 25 or 26. And of course, I won't shoot anyone who's not of legal age. Right. Okay. So um, what about in studio? Um, do you have like a, a lot of women who like want to bolt out the door? <laughs> like, um, you know, after they've kind of like done a session, their nerves kind of take over and you just kind of, you know what? No, like they might come in nervous, but like maybe like 
20 minutes into it, they've relaxed because I do a lot of videos on TikTok. A lot of people know me. I'm on Instagram Reels. Um, you can follow me there on um, It's Boudoir by Jennifer Smith. So um, a lot of people have seen a lot of videos of me, of me shooting, of just like, you know, me interacting with clients. And I think that that eases their nerves a lot. And once we start shooting and they realize that it actually is the way that they see it on videos, on TikTok and on, and on Instagram Reels, usually they chill out pretty quickly. And the biggest misconception about a boudoir shoot is that it's sexy when you're doing it. And it's not, it's very clinical and Mm -hmm. I'm giving very specific directions the entire time. So really you're focused more on the directions that I'm giving you instead so much of the fact that, you know, you're not wearing a lot of clothes. Um, (laughs) Right. But yeah, like really a lot of it is, and it does take concentration and effort on the client's part for sure. So what was, would be the best advice for someone who's just kind of thinking about it? And why do you think women think about it? <laughs> um, well, my best, my best advice to someone that's thinking about it is to find an actual professional. Don't just hire someone with a camera because boudoir is a very specific niche and a very specific genre that requires a high level of training. And for and it's, and it's a genre that, unlike a family picture session where, you know, if everything's not perfect or if, you know, mom doesn't look the greatest, you can just get another one taken or, you know, it doesn't necessarily hurt your self-esteem. But a boudoir shoot, if you get it done by someone who doesn't know what they're doing, it could actually, like, hurt the way that you feel about yourself, like, you know, your self-image, your self-worth. Um, so I absolutely recommend that you hire a professional. And there are many of us out there that do this full time. And this is our jobs. This is our profession. It's our livelihood. And when you find someone that does it full time and this is their only job, chances are they're going to be able to pose whoever walks through the door. We are not weekend warriors. Those of us that do this full time, we we do this, you know, for a living. And so, I mean, I shoot 140 to 150 women a year. So being wow. able to do that with that many different body types requires a high level of mastery and a high level of skill in the profession. So, you know, that would be my first, and yes, it can, you know, definitely be an investment, but you know, I wouldn't want a a heart surgeon that hasn't really done any heart surgeries to do my heart surgery. (laughs) You never want to be that first one. (laughs) You don't want that. You want to hire someone that's experienced. And so, you know, that's what you get typically. And when you find photographers where the investment is considerable, it's because we understand our craft and we're masters of it. And so we're charging appropriately. Okay. So why do you think that um, boudoir is connected to self-confidence. Um, like, I know you're, you're paying someone to take pictures of you right. in your, in your lingerie right. and women love to feel Absolutely. sexy. And, um, but we're the, we're the, the harshest critics yeah. comes from like within our brains Absolutely. and usually standing in front of a mirror. Yeah. So, I mean, to get there and to have someone show you your sexy side. Yeah. And, but why do you think, why do you think that is good for our self-esteem? Yeah. So let's talk about body image because 
I see a lot of women. I talk with a lot of women. I talk with a lot of men too, you know, that come through my studio. I don't shoot men as often, but as people and especially women, I feel like everybody has some, if you think about body, dis, like body dysmorphia, right? So mm-hmm. everybody's on that spectrum and we, we kind of go back and forth through talking about women specifically throughout the month, right? Depending on what our hormones are, depending on what's going on in our life, we see ourselves differently throughout, you know, a month's time. And um, that body dysmorphia can go to different levels throughout your life. And you have to think too, we're being bombarded with images on social media. You look at Instagram and there's, you know, women that that look like they're size two, but really, you know, posing in angles can do wonders. And so, you know, we're not really seeing the reality. We're seeing what they perhaps want us to see. And when you see that constantly, I think I read somewhere that at the age of seven, little girls are already identifying the body type that they want to have just from playing with Barbies. That's a very, Mm -hmm. a very, a very concerning message. And so, when you have a boudoir shoot and you are actually seeing yourself through someone else's eyes, it can kind of be not only very self-fulfilling and self-actualizing and healing, but it can also be a wake-up call that you are not seeing yourself the way your partner sees you, the way society sees you, the way the world sees you, because you might see, be seeing yourself through a warped image. And you have to think women especially, our bodies change so much you know, we're pregnant, we're not pregnant, we're pregnant again, we're not pregnant, we're pregnant again, we're not pregnant. (laughs) Just from that, like that's been my history over the last 10 years. So seeing your body change like that, it can be, it can bear, it can definitely give you a very distorted view of what you actually look like. So, you know, the first important thing is you're actually seeing yourself through somebody else's eyes, the way a partner might see you, the way the world sees you, and not through your distorted glasses, you know, not actual glasses, but your distorted, you know, view of yourself. So I think that that can be very eye-opening and a wake-up call to a lot of people that, you know, no, like you're not just seeing your flaws. You are more than just the parts on your body that you don't like. You're There's more to you than that. And that's the most important part of boudoir, I feel like. And it's not – I think also boudoir often gets, gets – um, clumped into just sexy pictures and it's it's not it's it's pretty pictures and I think most women want to feel pretty and look pretty and I feel like that is more of what my work speaks to is letting women because I do a lot of pictures where they're smiling and happy and they just look pretty and those pictures I mean you're not showing a lot of skin they're very modest but that's so important that my clients see themselves in that way, because that's what our loved ones see us as. Yeah, so I was going to say, it's like, how do you defend um, against your critics? I mean, because there are people who are like, why would you ever want, you know, to do that? Yeah. Or, Absolutely. you know, you know, like, why are you paying? I mean, yeah. it's, it's not like a cheap thing. Absolutely. Photographers never are. Right. No. I mean, it, no, school pictures are bad. Yeah. Enough. I mean, it's absolutely an investment and it isn't for everyone. And I know that not everyone is my client. And I'm very lucky that the people that follow me, I believe that the energy you put out into the universe is the energy that you attract. And I'm very fortunate that most of my clients are the same way, or at least, you know, it's more like I'm just hanging out with friends whenever they come over. It's not like, you know, they're hiring me for a service. Yes, I'm telling them what to do, but 
a lot of my clients, I just kind of vibe really well with and get along with. And even on social media, I will occasionally have people that say really obnoxious things. But how I handle it is I delete them and I block them because that negativity and that toxicity, I don't have time for. I'm too busy spreading good karma out there. I don't need to <laughs> pull myself down. And because here's the thing, you can't reason with people that are unreasonable. And a lot of people say a lot of unreasonable things. And sometimes you're just not going to see eye to eye with people and that's okay. So I just delete and block and uh, keep on moving because why give them more, you know, why, why feed the negativity? Oh, exactly. So um, anyways, I just to wrap this up with one other thing. Um, what other things, like what other, something else that you would like to say to women um, about self-confidence um, outside of the, your photography? Hmm. Like any advice you'd like to give, you know, just women who need more self-confidence or yeah. looking for yeah. it. I mean, I think, I think a good piece of advice is just to give yourself some grace because we are very hard on ourselves as women and we are expected to be excellent in everything we do. We're expected to be excellent mothers. We're expected to do a really good job at work. We're expected to you know, be a great way for a partner. So the standard is pretty high. The bar is high. And again, like what you see on social media is not always reality. So I think you need to give yourself some grace and we are our own harshest clinic uh, critics. So I think the most important thing is to just be patient with yourself. And the thing I tell my clients is never self-talk is so important. And um, the way we talk to ourselves is more important than how anybody else talks to us. And we all have an inner dialogue with ourselves, And, you know, it's super important that you don't say anything to yourself that you wouldn't say to your sister or your best friend or your mother or your daughter, because that self-talk can really actualize into real life feelings. And I think everybody, you know, you know, you do something, you're like, Jen, come on, what are you thinking? Like, you know, <laughs> even I do it. And then I'm like, nah, Jen, chill out. You just slept three hours because your baby was up all night. Give yourself a minute. Like you have, you have to give yourself a little bit of a grace, a little bit of grace and be your own, you know, biggest cheerleader because, you know, you have to love yourself first. That's, that's really important. That's awesome. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> The next beautiful lady that I had a discussion with uh, about her photography business um, lives in northern New York and I loved her personal um, input and her stories and how she looks at her business and how women really benefit or how she loves to see the smiles and what people feel from her work. So here she is. With you, if you could just, um, why boudoir? Why do clients do boudoir? No, why you? Why do you do it? Why, why this business for you? So this is actually a really funny story. Um, I went to college for pre-med and then I got out and 
I didn't end up going to medical school. Um, I had my first daughter and I didn't want to leave town. So I started a baby photography company, which I have since sold. Um, but when I owned that company, I'd get women that came to me all the time and they'd ask for a boudoir photo shoot. They'd say, Marina, we trust you. We know you. We want you to do our photo shoot. And I would be, I would say, you know, I would say, swear. You know, I'm just, I'm not comfortable with that. I used to think that it was, um, it was a little bit lewd. My, my views are kind of like conservative as far as, you know, I didn't, I didn't really align with that at first. So long story short, I had a long-term client who came in and she said, Marina, I need you to do this. And I passed her. I referred her out. I told her no, probably 15 times. And then finally she got me to Kate. She was this beautiful, beautiful blonde woman, a woman that I really looked up to and thought was gorgeous in every way. And after her shoot, she started crying. Yeah. And I was like, what, like, why, what, you know, what's going on? And she goes, I haven't felt this beautiful ever. And she just had such an internal struggle with, I thought she was beautiful. Her husband thought that she was beautiful, but she herself couldn't feel it. And so boudoir was able to bring that out in her. And that's when I really changed my mind that it wasn't, boudoir wasn't something sexual. It wasn't something that was pornographic. It was really, you know, it was this beautiful, uplifting art that really helped women to see themselves. Awesome. Uh, so how do you get, um, well, I guess you've learned a lot from men. Um, so how do you get people to, um, be comfortable with it? So a, a lot of women have the nervous butterflies when they sign up. Um, my assistant will call them, they'll walk them through the whole process. I really believe too, that the level of service that we offer and walking women through and being there for them from start to finish eases those nerves. And then when they're in the hair and makeup chair, their hands are usually clasped and everyone comes in nervous, but it kind of melts away after the first pose. Um, and I think, I, I, I think it's just, you know, the team and the experience and the environment that we have here, it just kind of melts everything away. So why do you think women do it? Like why, why do women need to feel um, sexy about themselves? So we get women that come in for all sorts of reasons. Some have recently went through a divorce. Some have been through bad relationships. Uh, some just really struggle with bo body positivity and they've never been comfortable in their body, which really, that breaks my heart and that's really why I do this. Um, some women come in and they're proud of their bodies and they just wanna celebrate themselves. So there's, there's really no one size fits all for why women come in, um, but, the end experience really is quite simple. It's to celebrate themselves. So after, um, say, you, you know, you've gone through the shoot and you've, you have your um, album. <laughs> and do you think women can hang on to that moment like after? Or do you think it's sort of, they'll go back to feeling, you know, bad about themselves and then, like kind of look at that and like an ongoing thing. Yeah. Yeah. I totally understand that. So I believe that it's really self-love and body positivity is really a journey. There's no, you know, you can't just snap your fingers and everything be perfect. And I think that boudoir really helps with that journey from 
before your shoot to during your shoot. It's a completely different experience too when you're sitting during your ordering appointment and you see the product from that. But the best part about it that really carries with a woman is that when they fall off the, you know, whenever we're on a diet or something like that, we always sometimes fall off mm -hmm. the wagon. And I feel like with our self-love journey, sometimes we do that too. And the album, that really comes in to help with that because we're able to take that down from the shelf whenever we feel like we need it and really flip through. And it really does bring the feelings back. Awesome. So it does help. So what about um, your critics? Like somebody who would say, you know, like, it's just, you know, porn shoot or why would you want to have that done? You know, like things like that. I don't feel that, you know, I, I feel that we're really in a time period right now where there's not a lot of critics. Um, people really respect the woman coming in and doing this. I think that the viewpoints around boudoir and this type of photography are completely different than what they used to be like, say, in the 50s. And even, even as it surrounds women. Um, but some so sometimes men won't understand why women mm -hmm. come in. Um, but then some men do. So I'll give you an example. Um, we just had a man the other day, he actually bought a boudoir session as a surprise for his sweetheart. And he just said to us, he goes, I wish that she could see herself as beautiful as I saw her. It was the sweetest thing. Uh, so we do have men that understand it like that. But then so sometimes I guess pe people just don't see, you know, why go have portraits taken to yourself? Because they don't struggle with the same things that women do. The body positivity issues, all the changes that our body goes through from um, teenagehood to adulthood to after baby and then as we age. Do you, do you find that um, different ages like of women are different clients? Like say somebody who's like 25 to somebody who's like 45. So, so I guess the answer to this is sometimes yes and sometimes no. So I, I do find that all women that come in, we're able to make them comfortable. Each age group has their own makeup that they usually prefer, um, their own hairstyles that they like. Um, but they, if, I, I think that all of them that come in, they just, they have this internal struggle. And I think it changes depending on the age that you're at. Okay, like a, say like a 45-year-old woman would have more um, physical body issues, like, you know, stretch marks, <laughs> you know, like varicose veins. You know what I mean? Like we're very judgy on little bits of yourself, uh, where somebody at 25 might be like they just need to feel better about themselves overall. Does that make sense? I've... <laughs> Yeah, of course. So, so to be honest, I find that women of all ages nitpick mm, themselves. Okay. So, all, but it's different nitpickiness. So, women in their twenties and their thirties, the thing that really bothers them the most usually is they'll say, "My baby pouch. Can you hide it? This really bothers me." And then, as women age a little bit, the thing that concerns concerns them most is it changes from the baby pouch to, "I have lines. Can you hide that?" Okay. And so I think I, I think it's really getting a woman walking her through to accept that. And sometimes we see things a little bit worse and a little bit more dramatic than what they actually are. And then to see yourself in the back of the camera after you thought something was so blatantly obvious to it not being, 
I think that really helps with that. Awesome. Um, So outside of your photography and everything, what is the best advice that you can give to a woman about self-confidence? Someone who's really struggling um, with self-confidence in general. Absolutely. So I really believe that the key to confidence is courage. So it doesn't matter if it's asking for a raise or maybe it's trying to eat healthier, but you you really have to have the confidence to go out there and ask for what you'd like. And then I believe, the, sorry, you have to have the courage to go out and ask for what you'd like. And then the confidence comes from that. I think so many women look at certain things in life and this could really be anything. And they'd say, oh, I wish I had the confidence to do that. But then what they don't see on the back end is that person at one time probably didn't have the confidence. They just had a tiny bit of courage and they acted. Yeah. So, so you would agree that like, you know, fear is our, like the worst enemy for self-confidence. Yes, definitely. So, um, anything else just from how many years have you been doing this? So I've, let's see. So there's two answers to this. So I've been photographing since I was a little girl. Um, I had a dark room in my house, so I'm very experienced with the actual art. But boudoir photography has been, I've been photographing at underground for six or seven years. And then I had opened up a retail storefront on Main Street in Messina, New York here um, about a year ago. Right. So that's, uh, that's really when I started advertising um that we did it full time cool so now you have like a staff and everything (laughs) yes yes that's so cool they are fantastic they (laughs) seem to be so much help so what about somebody who was um thinking about actually becoming a photographer for boudoir So I would first ask them their reasons why. Um, I don't think it's for everyone. um, But if you really enjoy people and talking to them, hearing their stories, becoming friends with clients, and you really enjoy the artwork, I think someone who enjoys. Oh, I lost you. Oh, can you hear me? (laughs) Ah, Okay, all of a sudden sudden I got like a like a boing, 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 boing or something. Oh, no. That's okay. I can edit can that out. I'm becoming, right. I'm getting good at it. <laughs> oh, so you're able to edit this recording then? Yeah. I'll just oh, go perfect. through it and let's write down at 12 minutes. I need to go back. And... Or I'll just leave it in. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... And then there was one other thing I wanted to ask you and oh, have you ever considered being on the other side of the camera? So I, I have, okay. um, here, here's really the danger of that because photography is such an art and a skill as far as the lighting and the angles and the lens choices that you can, you can really ruin a person's self-esteem if you don't know what you're doing. Okay. Um, I've, I, one of the reasons why I had got into doing it professionally for someone else is I had this wonderful man. He did my senior portraits and he actually works in New York city. I don't know if you've heard of the com- company Glossier. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it's uh, it's a big makeup line down in New York. And he works with all the Victoria's Secret angels. He does, he went, he really went big time with his work. And when he did my photos, I had never felt so beautiful in my life, but I got a bit addicted to seeing myself on the back of the camera. It was, it was so fun. It was so uplifting and it was so much, it was so different from the way that I saw myself in the mirror. And then he had ended up moving away. So I just went to some people that just did it as a hobby. Uh, no big deal. And they, they were absolute sweethearts, but I'd look at the photos and it would, tr it would actually depress me. Oh, I would be like, Oh my goodness. Do I actually look like that? So I, d I do sometimes get on the back of the camera, but I'm very selective mm. on who I'll be on the back side of the camera for just because it can have such an effect on self-esteem. Okay. All right. Anything else you wanted to add? Um, I think, I think, um, we are good. Unless you had any more questions, I'm more. I had such a great time, uh, talking with these women about their businesses and photography. And I learned, um, quite a bit about, how photography captures a woman's beauty as proof of their self-confidence that already resides inside them. Uh, once shown that we are more, you know, we're shown more that we're more than mothers, sisters, daughters, wives, we gain back a more powerful sense of self. Kind of see a different side of ourselves, you know, that's kind of there and that we're allowed to show it off. That we're allowed to feel a little a little special and I thought it was really really awesome I thank both of them uh, for talking with us today and I will be bringing on more guests later episodes um, but all their information and everything will be on the blog uh, on sexandfries.com and also on my website and blog, uh, amberormsby.com. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know that I did. And we'll catch you next time. Stay sexy and stay naked, guys. <laughs>